Hey everyone, welcome to the Curious Girl Diaries podcast. I'm Layla London, aka The Curious Girl. Now, just to let you know, this podcast is not suitable for work. It's also not suitable for anybody under 18. But the rest of you consenting adults, let's get ready to talk about my sex life, sex in general, and everything in between in explicit, raunchy, fun detail. All right, here we go. You know what? If the sex is going to be bad or mediocre, even at best, I don't even want to say bad. If the sex is just mediocre, I'd rather masturbate because I'm a much better lover to myself than some guy that, I can, that I'm going to have to shave and wax and get a blowout for and get nails and toes done. I could just stay home and really go after myself. I have created a little over 69 techniques. Wow. Did you even know there were 69 ways to touch his genitals? (laughs) I didn't want either. (laughs) I'm just like, holy shit, there's a lot I don't know. Teasing is so sexy and edging is so sexy. It feels so good. It's so love to drive a man right to the edge and then like bring him back. And drive him to the edge again and then bring him back. (laughs) That's so hot. Hey guys, welcome to the Curious Girl Diaries podcast. I am Layla. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited to get into today's podcast. I have Lee Jagger from rockthebedroom.com and she is going to be talking about sensual massage today. Let me tell you something. Everybody's going to want to tune into this. Lee is absolutely an expert and she has over, get this guys, 2,000 happy endings under her belt. No freaking joke. Can you believe that? 2,000. Well, I definitely don't have that many. So that got my attention when I heard that. But today we're going to be going over happy ending techniques, what women get wrong about sex and the penis, and a whole, whole lot more. So guys, you are going to love this episode on erotic massage. And Lee has been so generous with my listeners. She's offering a 30% discount. Just wait till the end and you will get that special coupon code when you go to rockthebedroom.com. All right, let me remind you of one more thing before we jump in. You all know I love a sensual massage, but I also love sensual sex. And I have a product that is great for both of these. You need to try the Foria oil. That's sex oil, guys. You can use it externally if you're going to be doing sensual massage, like we'll be learning about from Lee today, or good old masturbation, or good old sex. So don't forget, go to the show notes at the website, thecuriousgirldiaries.com and click on Foria Sex Oil and you'll get my bestie discount. All right, well, here we go. Let's jump right in. Don't forget to leave me a voicemail if you love this episode. You know, I always get back to you. Go to the website, thecuriousgirldiaries.com and leave me your comments. Okay, guys, I hope you enjoy. Without further ado, let me welcome Lee Jagger to the Curious Girl Diaries podcast. Lee, welcome. I'm so excited to have you here today. I cannot Thank wait you. to share your knowledge on erotic massage with everybody. 
Um, I'm so just, excited to be here. Yes, oh my God. This I is going to be juicy, juicy, juicy. Absolutely. I know. I know. With a subject like this and, <laughs> and a website named Rock the Bedroom. I mean, come on. Like, how could it not be? I cannot wait to dig in. So I'm just going to, I'm going to dive right in. And what I really want to start with is what was the impetus for becoming an erotic massage coach for women? That is a, an excellent question. And years ago, uh, there's no way you would have convinced me that I would have ever wanted to be an erotic massage coach because I did not know erotic massage. All my life, I was a sexual wallflower and I didn't really know what to do in the bedroom. I, I did not initiate. I was not assertive. I, I didn't know how to touch a guy. I just, you know, opened my legs and all roads lead to intercourse. So yeah, yeah let's just give him what he wants, right? right? That's what I assumed. And right. so I, yeah, I was not a very good at foreplay at all, which involves touching your guy, right? So I did not go looking to be an erotic massage coach. But Sarah, Several years ago, I had an ad on Craigslist um, for just Swedish massage, therapeutic massage. And this lady answered my ad and she said, you know, I, I bought this massage office and I let go a bunch of girls who don't know how to do massage. You seem to know what you're doing. Have you ever thought of sensual massage? And I'm like, oh. hey, I did not see that coming. And I'm like, which, oh. which is code for... Right. And I, I'm like, uh, I didn't know anything about the industry. So so I said, uh, is that what the happy ending? And she said, yeah. And I could tell she was smiling on the other end. Like, oh, here's another newbie. And um, right. and I'm like, yeah, that's not my dealio. And I just I just cut it right off. But at the time, I I had been homeless with it with my young son in tow. I was at that time living in the living room of a hoarder. So my life, I was at a real low point and I was literally hungry. And so I, you know, desperate times, desperate measures. Yeah. <laughs> when she dropped the dollar figure of what I could be making, I straightened up and I thought, okay, let's take one for Team Jagger and let's just, let's just be open-minded here. And she finally said, you know, you could do a forehand massage where you're on one side of the table and a seasoned pro is on the other side and she'll take the lead. She just follow her, kind of take mental notes, dip your toes in the water and see what you think. And I totally took the hook and I thought, okay, if I could just do this for a couple of weeks, I don't know how the hell I'm going to do a happy ending, but yeah, maybe I'll just take really good notes and see what she does and just imitate her. So I went in and the idea of the clients I'd be working on, like that just gave me the heebie-jeebies because I yeah. had this total stereotype of what, what the kind of guys who would go to those kind of offices exactly. would be like. Old creepy dudes, right? Right. And so, so I went in and client number one was this hot 31-year-old guy in the military. He had great body, gorgeous face, smart, funny. If I met him at a bar, I'd Whoa. buy him a drink. Like he was hot. <laughs> and so it wasn't too hard to take that massage. And it went all right. And by the end of it, I thought, you know, this isn't as scary as I thought it would be. So I said to her, you know, I think I want to try this again. Can I come back tomorrow and do another forehand? And she said, actually, I'm double booked right now. Can you take this other guy? And I'm like, like by myself? Do like on my own. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She goes, ah, you got this. So I thought, oh, okay. All right. All right. So I took guy number two and she went in with her guy who was 
again, hot, early 40s, muscular, beautiful man. And I'm like, whoa, is this the norm? This, yeah, this where's my guy? Hot. Where's my hot guy? Number I would two. Yeah, bring him on. Yeah. And then I walk in the room and client number two is old freaking creepy dude. Oh no. Oh, it was horrible. And and I thought, yeah, you know, everyone needs love. Just like stop being so judgmental. Maybe it's a sweet old guy who's never been touched like in years. And so just love on him. Well, there was no report. Dude did not want any conversation, couldn't care less who I was. I just felt like a mechanical blow-up doll. And it was just, it was a little icky throughout. And halfway through the massage, he jumps off the table unannounced and says, okay, you get on the table now. I'm going to massage you. And I'm like, oh my God. And and, uh, it it was, I'm, I'm writing a book about this. Oh my gosh. So it's, I basically got him back on the table. There was no way I was going to let him take... I just realized, oh, he just hijacked control. Yeah, I was supposed to be in control and I had no idea that I was supposed to be in control until I lost it. Yes. (laughs) And I thought, if I get on that table, I don't even know what he's going to do to me. And that was just like horrifying. And the door was locked on the inside so that nobody would accidentally walk in. So, So like I was on my own here. And so there was no way I was letting him put me on the table. So I got him back on the table and I realized I finished the the session. I was totally professional. And I realized as I'm finishing, I'm like, oh my gosh, this feels like big girl penny time. Like Lee, you didn't stipulate any kind of boundaries. You don't even know what your boundaries are. You can't enforce them. Yeah. You could learn a lot by doing this kind of work. And it seems like this work, there's way more to it than meets the eye. So Good news. Strictly Anonymous podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. So I did that work for six years and I really learned how to take control in the bedroom and it affected my my personal life. I could not imagine that I would do that work for more than a couple of weeks, but the longer I did it, the more I learned about me. And I realized one day, oh my gosh, this has completely changed my personal sex life around. And I wonder how many other women are suffering in silence like I did. Yeah. I wish that they had a teacher like I wished I had, knowing the stuff I now know. And it turned out there's a whole lot of women out there who don't really feel that proficient in the bedroom and want, want a little hand up. So I started teaching and oh my gosh, there was such a need for it. Right. And so ding, (laughs) ding, ding, there's your light bulb moment. Total light bulb moment. Now you're doing it. And I also saw in one of your videos, you say, I love mediocre sex, said no one ever. (laughs) What, What do you define as mediocre sex? Mediocre sex which unfortunately I think most people are having out there is 
that passionless, kind of either slightly obligatory or very obligatory or just boring, like same old, same old, the, you know, the same routine, like there's no spontaneity, there's no passion to it. There's that fire that you had a long time ago with that partner. Well, it's a very slow, dim coal that's burning out. And unfortunately, I think a lot of people think that the longer you're with a guy, the less sex you're going to have. You know, like there was this thing going around Snapchat a while ago. I don't know if it's still going around where you're supposed to say that you're not having sex without actually saying that you're not having sex. And people would hold up their their ring finger showing a wedding band on their ring finger. And that's, that's how they were showing. Equal. I'm not having sex. I'm, yeah. I'm married, therefore I'm not having sex. Yeah, and that is so sad. That is so, so sad. Completely unnecessary and completely untrue. You don't, that does not need to be the natural progression. It really doesn't. And so I teach people how to have spectacular spectacular sex because mediocre who wants mediocre of anything <laughs> especially uh, nobody sex. nobody i just did i just it's so funny that we're on this i mean that you're saying this because i just did a podcast a couple weeks ago about you know bad sex and why i just don't care to have it i mean that was the whole crux of the podcast it's like you know what if the sex is going to be bad or mediocre, even at best. I don't even want to say bad. If the sex is just mediocre, I'd rather masturbate because I'm a much better lover to myself than some guy that I can that I'm gonna to have to shave and wax and get a blowout for and get nails and toes done. I could just stay home and really go after myself. Yeah. And once you've had spectacular sex, you just can't go back. Oh, no. You, you just can't do mediocre oh. ever again because you know what is possible. But if you've only ever had sort of mediocre sex, then you just don't know what you don't know. Like totally. it can be mind blowing with totally. someone you've had sex with 20,000 times. Yes, absolutely. Just, I don't want to drink muddy water in the desert. That's that's just right. my motto. I will go without. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the, and and unfortunately, I think a, a lot of women, they don't realize there is a website, rockthebedroom.com. They don't realize there is a, an oasis of crystal clear water in that desert. Yep. They just there don't is. know it exists. Yes. I didn't know it existed until I created it. And yes. I looked around after I, I was wondering, is there any teachers out there like really other than demonstrating on cucumbers, which sure, is ridiculous, sure. Yeah, you know, or books with drawings? It really needs to be video. Right. <laughs> because, you know, no, well, and, that's... and I couldn't find anybody. I couldn't yeah. find anybody. So I think it's just not out there. It's just women don't know what they don't know. And they don't realize that there is a remedy for mediocre sex. Yeah. So what is erotic massage? I would say my definition would be a sensual way to touch your partner that usually involves touching genitals as well or other erogenous zones in a way that translates your love and adoration and your admiration and that you cherish your partner. Like it's not just erotic massage is not just whacking your partner off. It is sensual. It's loving. It's slow. It's this beautiful dance. It feels like a massage, the way a massage should feel. It's very, oh, it's just juicy. It's a juicy way to touch your partner. And and there's 
so many lovely ways to touch your partner right? <laughs> that are all under the category of erotic because they can, but not necessarily always have to lead to intercourse. But it's yeah. a really juicy way to open the door to it and spice up sex in the bedroom. That it's not just all about intercourse. In fact, I had one guy of a client, a lady client who I had, he said that, you know, he used to think that intercourse was the pinnacle. That's the thing we're all striving for as guys. But he said, I'm just saying, her hands can do things that her kitty can't. Yes. And so he was happy to be proven wrong. Yeah. (laughs) What if I... Which, and this is this is good because I know there's probably a lot of people that think, well, why can't you just look online or go on vacation to spice things up in the bedroom? Why can't that, I do that? That is so great. I was just asked earlier today that very same question about like porn. Porn is readily accessible and free and available to everybody. Why not just go on there, get some good tips? Oh my gosh. For one thing, forget everything you ever learned on porn. Like it's entertainment, sure, but it's not realistic. It doesn't realistically represent what women want, what men want even. It's just unfulfilling. It's a very quick fix. That's shallow. As far as vacations to get the spice back, they're very short lived. Like, yeah, you can get the spark back going to Mexico. Yeah. And you're having hot sex in the hotel room and on the beach and all that. Yeah. Great. And then six weeks later, after you get home, you're back to square one. Yeah. But you know, and if you're even connected at that point, because if you came there not connected, how do you... Right? Because then you... you're doing the same old, you know, mediocre sex in a... Nice location. <laughs> <laughs> like, it really doesn't improve anything. It's just a right. temporary little band-aid. Right. That makes you think that, okay, you know, that's just enough of a, a fix to get me through, to keep me happy in my mediocre life. Yeah. It's, so... it's not a long-term fix. Right. So what do you think in your experience, what do most men wish women knew about touching a man's body? Oh, so men, I've heard this from so many men and I'm talking, I've had experience with 2000 men, (laughs) six years. No kidding. Oh yeah, baby. So I can say that I have heard so many renditions of this sentiment and that is this, men wish that women would play with it like they like it. You know, like if you if you go online right now, go on YouTube and search the term hand job, you know, a woman touching a man's penis for sensual purposes. All you will find is women very uncomfortably and very quickly and fast and furiously whacking a guy off in a hurry to get it over with, like trying to push him as quickly right. as possible across a finish line the big O, so that she can stop doing what she's doing. Clearly, she's not enjoying it. Yeah. And and let me tell you, ladies, he doesn't enjoy that either. But he'll take it if that's all he's getting. Sure. And any any excuse to touch it, he's going to let you he do it. He will no drink muddy water doing. in the desert. He will drink muddy water. Exactly. <laughs> and so men really want you to touch it like they like it. And I want to, I want to right now talk about the one person, because this really relates, the one person that I learned the most about sex from, Mother Teresa. Mother Teresa. No kidding. Yes, yes. Mother I can't Teresa, wait to hear this. The, the person who dealt with poverty and people in the, the depths of despair and poverty. Yes. She said these amazing words. She said, the most terrible poverty is loneliness 
and the feeling of being unwanted. And yeah. when a man is not like if, if a man pulls your hand towards his penis and you and you touch it very hesitantly because you just don't know what you're doing and no fault to, of your own, but you just don't know, you know, you're just kind of, uh, you know, a little bit up and down, a little bit of light touches here and there. And that's all yeah. you got. And, you and you know, like once he's hard, then you take your hand away. Or once he's had an orgasm, if you're doing a hand job, then you whip your hand away. Like he feels that, that, that dents his soul. And that makes him feel really unwanted because men identify very much with their genitals. That's why it's called their manhood. Right. And so when you don't really want to touch his penis, he takes that very personally. And he he takes that as you not wanting to touch him. Yeah. Like that's his favorite place to be touched. If you're shying away from that area, he takes that as a really personal hit. He doesn't get it that you just feel uncomfortable you, you don't want to look bad in bed and you you don't really know what's going on with that part of the, his body because you don't have that part. So it's like, ah, what do we do with it? So yeah, it's, you got to touch it like you like it. And those skills are not innate. We are not born with those skills. However, they can be learned. Yeah, well, you know, mm-hmm. I always say that I, I feel so, and on some levels, I feel bad for men because... Women, you know, we can get our closeness and our intimacy through other ways. We can get it actually from other women, just yeah. you know, because we're we're kind and caring and nurturing. We have that. That's those are feminine qualities. But men need that feminine energy, and when they can't get it from their partner, they certainly can't turn to their male companions and get it. And so, when you're not yeah. able to touch your male partner that way, this leaves a deficit. It's a real big void for him. And I don't think that women always realize that like, oh, you know, he really relies on me. This is the yin and the yang energy that he really needs from me. So yes, absolutely. And that's, I mean, we need to feel connected in order to want to have sex. But men, that's how they feel connected is through sex. Yeah. Like you, you got to touch his penis. You got to interact with it. You got to love on it. That is the quickest way to his heart is through his penis. It's not food. It's not food, ladies. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> touch it's his penis. <laughs> you could be the worst cook in the world, but if you're good at touching his penis, oh my gosh, he's going to put a ring on it. He's going to overlook <laughs> a lot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so how many happy ending techniques have you created? I have created... A little over 69 techniques. Wow. Did you even know there were 69 ways to touch his genitals? (laughs) I didn't want either. (laughs) I'm just like, holy shit, there's a lot I don't know. (laughs) And that's a lot coming from you, Layla. Yes. (laughs) That's something. (laughs) I consider myself a penis lover, pro-penis. Penis yeah. connoisseur, and I'm like, whoa, wait a minute, I need to get some, I need to get educated here. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And how I came up with all of those techniques is through self-preservation, really. When I first started this work, I was the new girl on the block. Man, I was busy. I had between five and seven clients a day, whoa. and my hands were being overworked. And through the repetitive motion of the up and down that all us girls know, which I call spaghetti, by the way, I've named all of my techniques after food. (laughs) 
And so, so I'm doing spaghetti, you mm-hmm. know, and my hands are getting very sore. I'm starting to get carpal tunnel and I'm like literally injuring my, my little hand muscles. Ooh. And so I'm like, oh my gosh, like I'm in the middle of a happy ending and I'm using both hands and my left hand is totally cramping up. I'm like, oh my God, this dude's taken forever. And I literally, my hand's going to fall off if I don't stop, but I can't stop. So, okay, let's just keep going with my right hand and I'm going to switch it up. I'm going to use my left hand to do something else. Oh, let's, you know, go around, reach around to the balls and do a little of this and a little of that. And oh, he just moaned. Ooh, oh, okay, maybe I'll do that. Oh, now my right hand is getting sore. Okay, so I'm going to try something different with my right hand and I'm going to, you know, stroke his perineum. Right. And oh, he just moaned even louder and he's squirming even more. And I'm like, oh my gosh. So not only (laughs) did, was it saving my hands, but it was also making them feel even better because plain old up and down gets real boring for both the men and the women. So are you getting into prostate massage at all? I do. I do stimulate it externally. I tried going in through the anus and it was just, it's not my bag. It wasn't my highest excitement. I tried it and it wasn't that great for me. And my whole thing is I don't want to touch a guy in a way that doesn't feel good to me either. And I don't want to put my finger up his butt. Not that I have anything against people who want to do that. Yeah. But I found ways to stimulate it from the outside. And you do want to stimulate it because it's the guy's G-spot, right? And oh my gosh, if he's having an orgasm and you're stimulating his prostate at the same time, mind blown. His head's going to pop off. I've done it. And it is amazing. I was with someone and I was stimulating his... The perineum? Thank you. (laughs) What's the word I'm looking for? Thank you. Sounds like two two syllables. Okay. Yes. From the outside. And he literally... And I mean, I was doing it intentionally and I was cupping his balls and doing that. And he literally said when he was done, he was like, all of a sudden he just came really fast. He goes, whoa, what the hell was that? What did you just do to me? And I was like, oh yeah, I meant to do that. (laughs) I was like, I don't know what I really did, but I'm going to figure it out and repeat that over and over. Hello. (laughs) Most definitely. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. The perineum's a a really sweet spot that gets neglected along with the scrotum. Mm -hmm. Scrotum. Oh, poor Mr. Scrotum. He has FOMO. He is so <laughs> left out of the handjob party. FOMO. <laughs> Dude wants to be touched. Like out of 2,000 guys, I'm not kidding you, Layla, only two. Yeah. Two men out of 2,000 guys told me, you know what? Just don't don't touch my balls. It just really hurts. Like it feels Whoa. like... Yeah, like it really painful. Don't even look at them. Don't blow on them. Don't do nothing. Don't do anything with my balls because it's just really uncomfortable. Only two out of 2,000. That leaves a whole lot more men who really want you to touch his scrotum because it feels damn good. All right. So point taken, ladies, if you're listening to this, absolutely, you got to be touching his balls. Yes. Yes. Don't leave those out. So (laughs) what is your seven minutes in the morning in heaven technique? Morning routine. Yeah. uh, I... I mean, it doesn't have to be in the morning, but yeah, seven seven minutes in heaven is all about connecting with your partner. And it incorporates the love languages. And for those of your listeners who aren't familiar with the love languages, there's five of them. So there's acts of service, uh, touch, physical touch, words of affirmation, quality time, and physical gifts. 
And I do not address physical gifts in this seven minutes in heaven, but we do the other four. And so most guys' number one love languages, it's kind of split between uh, words of affirmation and physical touch. And so, so, I mean, gifts is not typically high on the list for guys anyway. So there's five different things that I do. Number one, when I wake up in the morning, I just make contact with my guy. Maybe he's not even awake yet. It's not a moving, active kind of touch. Like I will just lay my head on his chest or I'll spoon up behind him or I'll drape my leg over him. I'll just make that initial contact. And that may or may not jostle him out of sleep. Mm -hmm. Usually it does. Yeah. And that's addressing physical touch as the love language. Number two, I incorporate a more active but non-sexual touch, which is an act of service. So I would be maybe scratching his back or giving him a little bit of a shoulder massage, like squeezing his muscles or, you know, light petting, running my hands down his legs, giving him a little squeeze here and there, that kind of thing, just to warm him up to my touch and just starting to get the juices flowing a little bit. And then the third thing that I do, which is quality time. So I couple his genitals, as much of his genitals, the scrotum, the penis, whatever I can wrap my fingers around, and I don't move. I am not touching them in order to stimulate them. I'm just being present with him. And that's another thing that Mother Teresa said. She said, it's not about how much we give, but it's more about how much love we put into giving. So it's not, you know, so just like to cup his genitals with love, with presence, like I'm here with you and I'm touching your most favorite part to be touched kind of thing. It really makes him feel totally loved up. And while I'm cupping his penis, then I I look into his eyes and I do some eye gazing. So it's amazing how intimate sustained eye contact is. And if you're not used to it, if it can feel really uncomfortable at first. Yeah, it it takes a little getting used to. So you might find out how long you can do it before it just feels all creepy. But it also, you know, initially it makes you start laughing or, or, you know, you start giggling with each other. And that's kind of fun too. But I tell you, once you get into eye gazing, it can be really like exposing and like you, you're really looking into the depths of their soul. It's it's really quite powerful. Yeah. So I'm still holding his goods. I'm looking into his eyes. I'm just gazing, just softly gazing into his eyes. And after, I don't know, a minute of that or however long it feels good, then here's the words of affirmation. Still cupping his family jewels, still looking into his eyes. I say one thing about him that I love. And I don't say I love you. I tell him what I love about him or what I appreciate about him. And not in the way that it sounds like I'm looking for words in return. It's not a reciprocation kind of thing, although he probably will say something, but more it's just a gift from me to him Mm -hmm. to just start his day feeling totally appreciated. And men really need to feel appreciated and honored and admired and all that. So that's my seven minutes in heaven. And it's a really great way to connect with your partner, whether you're, you know, about to go to sleep or about to go to work or whatever, just to connect. Because often people don't really connect, especially with, you know, long-term partner. They're just always there. And, you know, you you kind of forget to touch. In the night, it's crazy how little connection you can have with someone that you marry and live with. Yeah. It's really, it's really 
crazy. It's but, a lost, lost practice. Yeah. Yeah. So you say, I, and I love this person. So I'm just going to, I got to ask this. Dr. Ruth was one of the most popular uh, sex educators of her time. We all know Dr. Ruth, but you say that she got one thing wrong about sex. What is that? <laughs> I love Dr. Ruth too. She was a trailblazer. She paved the way to sexual liberation and sex education. She was amazing. She still is amazing. She's still alive and kicking and feisty as ever. She's awesome. Love her. I heard her in an interview one time and she said these words. She said, if a man wants to have sex with a woman who doesn't want to have sex, it's no big deal. It takes three minutes just have sex, and she meant intercourse, just have sex and give them an orgasm. And I didn't quite like that because I find that that really advocates obligatory sex, which leads a woman over time to really not be into sex. Like if it feels obligatory and she's not really in her power, then she's less less and less and less interested in sex over time. So you're really actually turning her off of sex when you have sex with her and she really doesn't want it. Absolutely. Like if you have to talk her into it, short-term win, yet you're going to get laid, long-term loss because soon she's going to be like, no, I don't ever want you, just don't touch me. Just don't touch me ever. Right. And because it makes her feel used, it builds up resentment over time leads to lack of intimacy and eventually you're facing a breakup, divorce, whatever. And then you take that to your next partner and then repeat the whole thing all over again. That's no good for anybody. So I think she got wrong on that part. Like just put out ladies, just put out, you know, suck it up for three minutes. I didn't quite like that. But she came from a different generation where, you know, that was a woman's job is to please her man and her needs be damned. You got to keep the man happy because he's providing for you. So you provide for him in this way. Right. And I get it. That's that's how it was back then. Yeah. So kind of, I guess, you know, on that note, you know, erotic massage on men, you know, that seems like a pretty good deal for the man. What do (laughs) women get out of it? Yes. Awesome. And you're right. It's a very good deal for men. But women, women, you have no idea all the things that you get out of it until you dive down this lovely rabbit hole of my world. So women, they end up feeling like it, discovering this level of confidence that they didn't even know existed. And I know confidence sounds like a cliche, but until you are confident, then you realize, no, that's not a cliche at all. Like that is just who you are. So if you're confident in the bedroom, like if you know how to touch him and you know how to make him squirm and you know how to, like you're the catalyst for his pleasure and you can step into that driver's seat with full confidence, knowing you're going to rock his world and make him see God, that feels damn good. And it's hot and it's exhilarating for a woman to feel that. Like being in the driver's seat when you don't know how to drive, that's scary. But being in a driver's seat when you've taken like race car driving lessons. Okay, now that's fun. Now you can enjoy the ride. Now you are enjoying sex when you know how to play in that realm. And if you're, if I'm talking to the single ladies too. So if you're sitting across the table from your date, if you don't know erotic massage and you're not confident in the bedroom in that way, then you're probably thinking, oh God, I hope he likes me. He's really hot. Whereas when you're super confident, you know, you're God's gift to all men, (laughs) then you're thinking, oh, big boy, you are going to like me. And you know that you are the queen and you can choose any king you want. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to be lucky to have you. So 
confidence is very underrated and erotic massage gives you so much confidence. It's like, it's ridiculous. And that has ripple effects in the rest of your life. Like you don't take shit from any guy or anyone. You have found your voice in the bedroom. Well, honey, you know what? You found your voice out in the world too. You're not getting stomped on. But it also, it also mellows you out. Like, you know, like I, I had one lady, she was a client and she drove a lot. She was on the road for her work and she had a lot of road rage just dealing with traffic and stuff. And when she was rocking it in the bedroom, it just kind of mellowed her out. She's tapping the brakes and letting people in, in her lane. Yeah. She's like, you know what? I just, I'm not angst out anymore. Like I'm just, it smoothed out the edges. And I mean smooths out the edges for guys too when you're rocking his world like that. Yeah. But, and ladies, like we have this nurturing tendency, this caregiving part of ourselves and erotic massage for a guy, that's like next level for your man, next level of care. Like one client I had a year and a half ago, she said, oh my gosh, like my husband had all these healthcare issues over the last couple of years and erotic massage, that was me able to care for him on, on a whole new level. And she was never able to do that. Like yeah. she didn't have, she didn't know what to do what, to touch his penis. And it was just a whole different level of connection in the bedroom for her and him. And it was a way for her to just really up-level her care for him. I think so, erotic massage is really a way for women to find they're a lot of power, but through femininity because it's soft yes. and sensual. You're able to care for your man the way that only you can. And, yeah. but it's also, you can't deny the power that you feel when you can completely bring him to his knees and you right. know that. And you're going to take that out into the world. So you're not just rocking the bedroom, you're rocking other areas of your life too. So I really think this is just a really powerful tool and resource for women to have. Absolutely. And you would think that being so so much in control would sound very masculine energy-like, but it's actually quite feminine because when you don't have all that doubt mind chatter, you know, like, oh, am I doing this right? Oh, mental is he constipation. What I'm doing? Mental constipation, exactly. That's exactly what it is. And when you don't have that, because you just know you're 100% like on board, you're owning it, like Beyonce stepping onto her stage and you're just rocking his world and you know, there's none of that mind chatter. So you can just soften and be vulnerable and surrender to him in the bedroom as well and let him take charge and let him take on his masculine and really rock the bedroom in his masculine way because now you have a voice. If you're doing erotic massage on a guy, then you learn to find your voice in the bedroom. Yeah. Not only finding out what he likes, it also opens the door to you expressing what you like and finding out what you like. And so when you have that kind of open dialogue in the bedroom, you can be feminine, he can be masculine, and you're rocking each other's world. Yes, girl. (laughs) Yeah. All right. So now I've heard you say that you don't like the word foreplay. Why is that? Do yeah, I need to so, stop using the F word? That's what I want to know. <laughs> Tell me now. Tell me now, Lee. <laughs> yeah, I, instead of saying foreplay, I like to use the words juicy time because I like foreplay. I just don't like the word 
foreplay. Like all that foreplay encompasses, it's so juicy. It's so yummy. It's so connecting. It's my favorite part. Putting a P in a V is not on the top of my list of like highest excitement. Intercourse has has its place, but foreplay is really for me where it's at. And it can get so juicy. I've even had guys say, oh yeah, I, I actually like the erotic massage foreplay stuff way better than like, this is better than sex. This is better than any sex I've ever had. I've heard that so many times from men, from men. Maybe because they're getting all the attention on them. And typically in the sex act, women, you know, the man is doing, taking the brunt of the work. And I, frankly, I'll I'll admit this to you, Lee. I've always thought on some levels, I'm like, boy, men kind of get a raw deal because they really, when it comes to actual intercourse, they're freaking working. <laughs> They're working hard. They are working. Yeah. But also, like I've had people, I've had guys say to me on my table, and I've had guys say to my my female clients, you know, oh my God, that was better than sex. And by that they mean intercourse. Yeah. And the reason why they're saying that is because I can do 69 more things with my hand than my kitty can. If he's going in and out of my pussy, that's it. It's in and out. That's it. Whereas my hands can do way more and give him so many more sensations than my vagina can. So my version of foreplay, juicy time. Oh yeah. It's way better than sex. It's it's way better than intercourse. Yeah. Like intercourse all of a sudden takes a way back seat at the back of the bus. Yes. Compared to what I teach women to do. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, not so not every one of my listeners is in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Can single women benefit from what you teach? Oh, absolutely. I mean, when you're single and you're dating, you know, you got that you got that question in your mind when you end up having sex with a guy for the first time. There is a lot of mind chatter, that constipation going on in your head, and it's you're wondering, am I good enough? Is he enjoying this? Like, oh, wow, he likes things way different than I do. And I, you know, like you kind of get swept up and you're going along with. You're You're in your head. Totally in your head. And you're accommodating and you're adapting to what he's doing. Whereas, oh my gosh, if you can just, okay. So imagine this. First time you're in a bedroom with your guy that you're hot for. He's obviously hot for you because you're in a bedroom, right? Yeah. Can you imagine pushing him down on the bed and going, Oh, honey, you just lay there. Mm. I'm going to have my way with you and you're going to like it. I got this. Oh, my God. I got this. I got you, honey. I got you. you rock I got this. World. I got you. And the thing is, what happens is it's not one-sided because he's going to turn around and he's going to want to swim oceans for you. Like okay. he, There's this law of reciprocation where if you rock a guy's world, oh, he doesn't want to be outdone by you. He's going to want to reciprocate. He's going to want to take you to heaven and back. Yeah. Full show. And in the bedroom and out. It, yes. Like, Absolutely. Like he's going to want to take you shopping. You're not going to have to ask him to roll those garbage cans in or nag him to do something that you normally do. He's just going to be like, oh, I'm doing it. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Because he wants to get back yeah. to the sweet zone. Do you see what sure. I'm doing, honey? I'm doing this for you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. And the thing is, like when when women jump into my big program, Erotic Massage Mastery, I send them a dildo right away because not all women have a guy to practice on. And you, if you're single or in a relationship, they like you want to practice on someone, something and get a little bit good at it 
before you hit the bedroom with your guys so that you actually have some level of competency. Oh, okay. Right? Yes. So, and as I'm coaching women, I'm showing them, okay, so here's what you do. And then they're practicing along with me so they can ask questions. Oh, actually, I don't know how to get my hand around there. Mm-hmm. Or you know, how do you do this? And so in real time, they're able to ask me questions and find out, yeah, how, how do I perfect this before I get into the bedroom, before right. I go on that date? You know, yeah. like give me three things that are going to totally move the needle. And this one guy, I got to tell you, this one guy, one of my clients, she was dating this guy. And the first time she did an erotic massage on him, she hadn't even gotten to the real good stuff. Like she was, she still had him face down. And I show women how to reach under the body and get at his genitals from that, from behind and from off to the side. And oh, from, yeah, underneath. And he's not expecting that. He's not, he's never been touched from those angles. Yeah, he probably thinks you're going before. for his back. Right. Yeah. But then you flip your hands under his hips. He's like, whoa. And more often than not, he'll have an orgasm face down because Mm -hmm. it's so juicy. Yeah. But anyway, this client of mine, she had this guy down on the table. She just, just begun to do just the fundamental things that she was doing. And he's, he uttered the words, I'm not even kidding you. This is a direct quote. What are you doing for the next 50 years? I think that he, was their third date or something. He wanted, and he to, was, he wanted to lock that down. <laughs> right? Because this, it was so good. He was he was being rocked in ways he'd never been rocked before. So yeah. for those single ladies who are looking to be better than any ex her new guy has ever had, yeah, learn erotic massage. You want to be like the Pied Piper of penises. <laughs> this is how you do it. Pied Piper, exactly. There we go. So speaking of penises... This is a great segue. What? <laughs> Talking of penises. Okay. What is the one thing you think women get wrong about the penis? Oh, there's a few things I'll tell you. But okay. one thing is when he is flaccid, when he can't get it up for whatever reason, he could be stressed at work. He tired. could be on some crazy medication, tired, diabetes. Like there's a lot of reasons why a guy can't get it up, either temporarily or permanently. And a woman assumes, okay, flaccid penis, what the hell do I do with it? There's nothing I can do with it. I can't stick it in. Eh, it's all like, you know, it's just flopping around. Like what the hell? I You can't do up and down with it too much. It's, you know, there's no, <laughs> there's no firmness to it. I can't slide. Yeah. yeah. So they assume you can't do anything with a flaccid penis. Oh my gosh, that couldn't be further from the truth. There are so many things that you can do with a flaccid penis. Okay, and I just fact, got a new, wait, I got to stop you right there. I just got a yeah. new like podcast title, like all the things you can do with a flaccid penis. <laughs> We're going to yeah. have to have a follow-up. We're going to have to have a follow-up. Like, we could do it. We could do a whole, just a whole podcast on that subject, like, Oh, yeah, you could. You could. Like, because there's a whole segment of my erotic massage mastery that shows, okay, so he, okay, here's how you do this technique. But if your guy's flaccid, here's how you modify so you could still do it. Right. Ooh. So, yeah. So that it's everything's modifiable. Mm-hmm. Right. And you just you just got to know how to work with it. And and you got to know, ladies, whether it's soft, whether it's erect, the nerve endings in his penis and scrotum and everything down there, they're still functional. Yeah. So it still feels good to be touched down there. And you got to know that a man who can't get it up has got a lot of anxiety going on at not being able to perform. Men have massive performance anxiety and not being able to get it up 
oh, that just like, that's a sword through their their manhood. So to love on your guy when he can't get it up, that is, I mean, and if it's a temporary thing, like if you know that he can usually get it up, but he just can't right now, that is the best way to let him off the hook so he can relax enough to enjoy your touch so that he does get erect. If he's got something going on that's preventing an erection and you shame him even more by like not wanting to touch his penis, then that's just adding fuel to the flame of his inadequacy in his head. Yeah. So, and you got to know this, that even though he can't get it up, he can still have an orgasm. Oh, he I- doesn't. Right? No. Yeah. No, I know this. I I have a partner that can have soft orgasms, nipple orgasms, and he's actually the first one that introduced me to that. And I was like, "Holy shit, like no way. Like I'm jealous." I'm like cuz you know, like when when someone's touching my nipples, I'm like, "It feels so good." I'm just wishing, you know, like please, like I want to come and you know, I'm not I can't quite get there and he can. I'm like, "How the hell are you better at nipple orgasms than me? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's, you really don't want to write off a soft penis. There's so much that you can do with it. There's a quote right there. (laughs) Don't, don't write off a sore penis. Sore, don't write off a soft penis. (laughs) I'll have to put that quote on social media. Put it on your website. Like somehow you got to integrate that. Like that's good. That's really good. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. But I got to know, like, what is the one thing that, you know, our female audience can do to add a little spice to their love life today? Oh, yeah. So I would say that beyond any technique, and I I can't really, you know, tell you techniques because this is a podcast. And, (laughs) you know, you you could go to my website, rockthebedroom.com and get the, the free there is a free technique there for you. And it's amazing. Okay. And it's, it's mind blowing. And it's, it looks like nothing. But really, it's the fundamental, it's the building block, the first thing that you start with. Like the foundation. And a foundation. And it's free. So go get it. It's called Drive Him Wild. And it will. But beyond techniques, it's really, if you are, no matter what you're doing with him, no matter what technique you're using or what, whether you're doing oral, whether you're touching with your hands, no matter what you're doing, slow it down. Slow everything down. What, however you're touching him, whatever you're doing with your fingertips or your tongue or anything, when you think you're going slow enough, slow down even more. Okay. Because slow equals moan. Get that? There's a quote right there. There (laughs) Slow equals moan. You would It's a little counterintuitive because you would think that, you know, when you're getting turned on and there's a frenzy happening, you know, you're, you're getting hot and heavy and things usually speed up. So it's a little counterintuitive, but slow it down because... The slower you go, the more he will feel. And the more he feels, the better it feels. Yeah. <laughs> the more turned on he's going to get. And how I teach erotic massage is very slow. It's very tantra-like. It's very, it incorporates a lot of edging, a lot of teasing. And there is an art to the tease. Oh, and yeah. so, you know, like... And if you teasing can... is so sexy and edging is so oh. sexy. It feels oh so good. Don't it's you the just love up. to drive a man right to the edge and then like bring him back and oh. drive him to the edge again and then bring him back. <laughs> Fuck, that's so hot. 
spicy hot. And I mean, it's hot for him and it's hot for me. Oh, like you're going to be dripping. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And it's a total power trip. I've had guys, so many guys tell me, you know, you should be a dominatrix because I get off Mm -hmm. on being in control. It is so fun to have a guy squirm under my fingers. Like I just, I make the slightest little move and it sends him like, into the like stratosphere. Crawling out of his skin. Yes. Like yeah. That's that's hot. Yeah. And and the slower you go with that, the better. So ladies, just whatever you're doing, just go slow and everything will get a little bit better if you there do. There we go. There we go. Yeah. All right. The thing that women kind of get wrong about that is that all roads need to lead to the orgasm. They don't. They really don't. Just making it play and setting clear boundaries. And I teach you how to do that. So in a way that it doesn't sound like it's not off-putting. Yeah, I mean, you don't want to be in a way that it's not disappointing because I can now I can hear my man, my male listeners going, whoa, wait, whoa. <laughs> what do you mean? Right. I don't get to come. Right. Yeah. yeah, I mean, if the orgasm happens, great. We're right. not going to suppress it. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. yeah. If he's going to have an orgasm, oh, yeah, absolutely. But there is a way to do this so that even if he doesn't have an orgasm, he is riding a high for days. Okay. And to make it so that when he does have an orgasm, it's mind-blowing stratospheric. It's not just like a little sneeze and then it's done. Like, yeah, there's a way to make it stratospheric. Okay, good. Yeah, so I'm sure that, you know, there's women out there who might be thinking, why, why should I rock the bedroom? Why is that my job? That should be his job. Why is that my job? What do you, what do you, what do you say? To that? Yeah, I I love that. So I would say to that, no, it is not your job to rock his world. It is your job to rock your world, honey, and for you to take care of you. And for you, if you if you want to have an intimate relationship with a guy, you need to take care of your part in that. You need to know some skills. Yeah. And you need to get to the point where you feel confident in letting go. Like if if you are not up in your head trying to figure stuff out on the fly and and second guessing what you're doing and doubting what you're doing is feeling any good to him. And and you got all that mind chatter. If you don't have to have that in your head, then you can just be free. You can just like, you know, open like a flower and... And this is all about you taking care of you when you learn these skills. This isn't, yeah, you're taking care of him, but it's really about you developing that confidence, feeling relaxed in the bedroom so that you can be playful, you know, not having any anxieties, that you can be creative and explore his body. You're touching it like you like it. Yeah. You're touching it like you're adoring it. You're not touching it to get it to get something done or to just please him. No, you are taking care of you. Yeah, yeah. so you're right. It, it's not your job to to please him in the bedroom, but it's a whole lot more fun when you can play together in the bedroom. Yeah, and you yeah. know, also the number one thing that a uh, feedback that I've heard from men that I've dated and just men in general doing this podcast is the thing that turns them on the most for a woman in in the bedroom is confidence. It's not about her body. It's not about the way she looks, whether she's got a ripple here, some cellulite, stretch marks. What? No, it's not about that. It's about her confidence. And these techniques, 
give you that confidence. So, you know, it's kind of the way I see it, it's being a good lover. However you choose to do that or embody that is about you more than anybody else. Yeah, you're bringing the best version of you into the bedroom. Right. It's not about, you know, putting on specific lingerie that he likes. No, it's about putting on the lingerie that makes you feel sexiest. Yeah. You know, and when you feel sexy and confident and just like owning your body and confident in your in your skin and feeling just feeling awesome in your own body. Yeah. Man, that is hot. Yeah. You get to own that and focus in on your sexual prowess. And it's amazing when you can do that and bring that energy into an encounter with someone. It really, uh, yeah. it's really kind of a big high for you, in my opinion. And that's just how it feels. It's, it feels great all the way around, but nothing feels as good as being confident when you're with someone. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And what ends up happening, too, is that when you're confident enough in the bedroom to ask him what he likes, do you like this with this pressure or that pressure or faster or slower or like when I, I don't just teach the techniques, I teach you how to open up communication in the bedroom because that is very much needed. That's where it's at. (laughs) Communication is everything. And so when you end up like asking your guy about what he likes and what he doesn't like, you end up finding out what you like and what you don't like. And so you're opening up conversations about your own preferences when you start with opening up conversations about his preferences when you're learning these techniques. It comes around. It definitely comes around to getting your needs met. Yeah. Your needs will definitely get met, but he can't meet your needs unless you're expressing what those those needs are. Yeah. So Okay, so I know you have lots of techniques and things that you're teaching and your course, you have a lot of courses, but give us a little freebie here. Like what's the one thing that females can do to add a little spice to their love life today? So the thing that she can do is the next time, say tonight, if you have the opportunity to be with your guy, then you push him down on the bedroom, on the, on the bed, and you tell him what it is that you want him to do. Taking off his clothes, laying face down, face up, whatever it is that you want to do with him, you tell him, like be specific in what it is that you want to do. And then everything that you do with him, whether you are rolling around making out, whether you're giving him a blowjob, whether you're giving him a hand job, whether you're having intercourse, whatever it is that you are doing with him. And I'm not going to give you a technique. I'm just, whatever it is that you want to do, do it slow. And I know I already mentioned this, but I need to emphasize this. When you think you are going slow enough, go slower. You're, go slower. <laughs> you are still going five times too fast. So if say you're going down on your gut, whatever it is that you do, push the slow-mo button. Same thing. Whatever it is that you've done before, do the same thing, but do it way, way slower. And watch what happens. He will go, oh my God, what's that new thing you just did? It'll be the same thing. Yeah, just slower. It'll feel different because you went slower. And I can't emphasize that enough because in the bedroom where everything is heightened and you're excited and everything's going on and, and every, you really tend to speed things up mm-hmm. because it, a frenzy 
happens. But I invite you to slow it down. It sounds a little counterintuitive. It sounds like it wouldn't really move the needle, but trust me on that. Don't trust me. Try it and do it. And the free resource that I have on rockthebedroom.com, it's a little free thing that is that emphasizes very slow. And so if you want a new technique, go get that thing because it's super easy. Anybody can do it. Anybody can do it. It's super, super easy. It's not going to look like much, but it will get you in the practice of going slow. It will drive your man absolute bonkers. <laughs> so it doesn't matter what else you do after that. Yeah. He's going to be like, ah! So I would tell ladies, oh my God, just whatever you do, slow it down. Mm-hmm. Just slow it down. Because it tells him you're not in a rush to get this over with. You're basking in this as much as he's basking in this, whatever's happening. Yeah. Yeah. And it brings you back to the present too. Like you're not trying to, it makes him feel like you're not trying to do this in order to get somewhere else, in order to progress things along to get somewhere right. else. You're doing this because it just feels so damn good. You're, you're just, you're that into it. You're that into it. Mm-hmm. Yes. When you go slow, you're telling the guy, oh, baby, I could be here all day long. And don't you love it, ladies, when, you know, you're spread eagle and he's going down on you doing or whatever that magic thing is that that you like that he does. And he says to you, hey, you just take your time. I could do this all day. And you're like, oh, Oh, please do this all day. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Yes. And then then you're relaxed. And then, you know, if if you're having a hard time having an orgasm, then all of a sudden, oh my God, you have an orgasm because now you're relaxed. No pressure. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. So going slow is step number one to anything else that you do. Anything else that you learn, you got to start with just going slow. And for your male listeners, guys... Yeah, this counts for you too. Yeah, <laughs> especially for you. Right. Go slow. Go slow. We love that too. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So since you're so good at giving erotic massage, if you could give an erotic massage to anybody, who would it be? <laughs> um, I, I mean, initially, yeah, I want to pick like Hugh Jackman or someone oh, like that. But um, <laughs> no, the guy. Okay, so I would. You know what I would do? I would pick a world leader. I would pick someone with the power to push the nuke button because, and the reason, the reason why I say that is because when you do an erotic massage on a guy, at least the way I teach it, you're taking them to the next level of being respected, being honored, being cherished. When a guy gets off of my massage table or out of my bed, oh my God, he does not have the need to fight anyone else. He has no need to argue with anyone else. He has no need to take from anyone else because he's just been given the best gift he could ever possibly imagine. And when a guy is loved up that much, when he feels that much unconditional love from a woman adoring him and pampering him like the king that he is and acknowledging that for him, that's world peace. One yeah. person at a time. That is, I'm not even kidding you on yeah. that. No, that no. is world peace yeah. right there. Yeah. Like a guy has no desire to take anything from anyone else because he just got delivered the world. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I'd pick a world leader. <laughs> All right. Give me the biggest, baddest, meanest one and I'll soften him up. <laughs> All right. There you go. I love it. Okay. 
So how can someone learn about all these techniques that you've mentioned your website and you've got courses and, you know, how, tell everyone where they can find out about you, more about you and whether follow you on social media or also go to your website and and what you have there. Yeah. Well, I will start by saying, so Facebook, I'm pretty active on there. Uh, I'm Lee Jagger Rocks, R-O-C-K-S. But if you go to rockthebedroom.com, you can become a part of my world. So there's like a little, the free thing, the free resource, the free, you know, one touch that will uh, drive your man wild. Yep. Enter in your name and email for that. That way you get to stay in my world. Like I'll send you lots of, you know, other free stuff and give you updates on if there's a special event coming up or whatever. I'm always offering free stuff. I have YouTube channel and everything. And so there's a lot of free resources available to you. So I encourage women to go to rockthebedroom.com. But there is also an, an event coming up starting July 21st. And it's a five-day Rock the Bedroom Challenge. It's online. So we'll be doing it via Zoom. <laughs> and it's not five full days. It's like 90 minutes a day. And it's for ladies only. Sorry, guys. Well, actually, I'm not sorry, guys, because guys, you were going to benefit. Right. <laughs> but um, the, the it's for ladies only to attend. And I will I will be actually walking through erotic massage techniques. I will have a guy, a naked man on a table for you to see. Like no one's going to, everyone's just seeing me. No one's seeing you. So you can follow along with your guy during the the erotic massage part where I'm actually going to teach you some techniques to do on your guy real time following along. And women can ask questions and and whatnot as well. So it's, you're actually going to learn a lot of stuff. I've been on different challenges and attended various little events where you learn about the importance of knowing this stuff, but they don't actually teach you practical stuff that you can walk away with and actually make a dent in your life with, right? But this is (laughs) hands-on. This is literally Literally. (laughs) and so um, you're you're gonna walk away with some techniques and and a whole bunch of insights and ahas and this is a well that runs very very deep. So during my rock the bedroom challenge, and uh, you're you're gonna learn a whole lot. And you you could go there by going to rockthebedroom.com/slash/sign-up. And uh, like S I G N U P, and you can find out all about that challenge there and jump in. Yeah, it's coming up soon, and it's freaking awesome. Yes, and <laughs> and I want to let all my listeners know that you were so generous to offer a special discount to anybody that hears this podcast and uses the code Curious Girl when they check out. You will get a thirty percent discount. Yes. Thank you. It's so already much. Dirt, dirt cheap. So yeah, 30%. Oh, I know. yeah, I looked at your prices. I'm like, geez, this is good. Yeah, very, <laughs> very reasonable. I mean, that's amazing. Yeah. And thank yeah, you. So, that's so generous. Thank you for the the gift code there. Yep. So guys, yeah, don't forget well, that gift code, curious girl at checkout. Get your best. Yes, definitely. Put that in the um, I think it's the coupon code box. Yep. You throw that in and it'll apply. Okay. And I just want to make it really easy for women to just dip their toes in this. Like like me, I had no idea when I got into erotic massage 
what a world of difference this would, I mean, that was just out of necessity so I could feed me and my kid. Right. But I had no idea the world it would open up for me personally and how it would literally change my entire life. And my sex life is like a complete 180. So I just wanted to make it as accessible as possible for women to get five days of totally knowing what it is that I do and what my world is all about and seeing how it can work for them and change their world so that they're they're no longer suffering in silence and they're making sex like a highlight as opposed to something they have to navigate. Yeah. Yeah. So absolutely. Yeah. We'll put, let's help them move it up to the top of the list. Yes. Yeah. Let's make this like fun. Yeah. Fun, fun, fun. Yeah. Like more fun than you ever could imagine sex could be. Yep. I'm all for it. Yeah. All right. Well, Lee, thank you so much. Lee from Rock the Bedroom. Thank you. I- This has been such a delight. Thank you so much for having me on. Yeah. Okay. Bye. All right. Wasn't that amazing? Oh my gosh. Lee is so, so smart and sexy, I must say. Damn sexy, guys. You haven't seen her, but I have. She's got short hair. She's gorgeous. If you go to her website, you can check her out. I just love a woman with short hair. I miss mine. Makes me want to have mine back. But anyway, my goodness. Do you believe it? how hot that topic was. I am telling you, I'm just dying to take her class. And I think I'm going to be joining it because I am always wanting to add to my skill set. And this is definitely something that I feel like I can really, really gain a lot and better myself sexually from this. You know, I love to please a man. It makes me happy. If I can drive him wild, Oh, there's some, there's a little bit of competitiveness and excitedness when I think about being able to touch a man and just make him go crazy. I kind of feel like I do now, but there's always, always room to improve and get better. And this, I just feel like this, if I master the art of central massage, I am going to be beyond bringing my A game. So guys, don't forget, Lee was so generous with us. If you go to rockthebedroom.com and you use the discount code CuriousGirl when you're checking out, you will get a hefty and very generous 30% discount. I'm so, so grateful. Thank you so much, Lee. That is amazing. All right, guys. Well, I hope everybody's going to have a happy and safe 4th of July. You know, I'm always thinking about you. Love you guys. And I will be back next Tuesday. Have a good 4th of July. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. And if you like what you hear, refer me to a friend. And make sure you're following me on social media. Also, go to the website, thecuriousgirldiaries.com and join my subscribers-only list for access to exclusive content. And as usual, questions or comments, you can always email me at curiousgirl at thecuriousgirldiaries.com.